Good morning and welcome to the Grants Management Experts Podcast, a show all about grants. I'm your host, Jasmine Markanday, president and owner of Markanday Consulting. I am so thrilled to have you here with us today. Thank you for joining us. The episode goal for today is to understand the uniform guidance requirements for internal controls and how they serve a really key purpose, as you will see in 2 CFR section 303. Let's break this down and say why they clearly matter. So number one, safeguarding those funds and assets. That's the critical piece of defense against fraud, waste, loss, abuse, or misuse of grant funds, property, or other assets. So you want to make sure as an organization, you are doing what you can to protect those. And my second takeaway that I would really hope that you would get out of this is to ensure the accuracy and the reliability along with compliance with the federal requirements, which all of these things will help you operate efficiently and streamline your processes and reduce the risk for your organization. To kick things off, let's understand what internal controls are and their significance. So internal controls are basically a process. They're like those silent protectors for your organization which ensures that your organization is operating effectively. It can report accurately when it's time for your financial reporting audit. And it remains compliance with your regulations. Internal controls are the backbone of risk management and governance. Now let's talk about who provides this framework for internal controls. I'm sure you've heard of COSO or also known as the Committee of Sponsoring Organizations of the Treadway Commission. I know that's a mouthful, but they are the guardians of internal internal controls. They are in charge of establishing, implementing, and assessing the internal controls. So we talked about why internal controls are important and what they are in terms of having good operations, making sure the financial reporting is reliable and the compliance with the regulations and laws. And when we talked about COSO, that's where the internal controls come from. So when you try to understand what those internal controls are, 
the framework itself is the objectives and then the components. So if you think of those, so the framework that is provided by COSO, it talks about this cube that shows the framework with the objectives listed as operations, reporting, and compliance. And it has those components. And if you are wanting to remember this mnemonic for the objectives, is the ORC. So the ORC stands for O for operations, R for reporting, C for compliance. So that's like the main objectives. And we've already discussed when I shared the example or the definition for indirect cost, why they're important. Operations, we want to make sure we are running effectively. Reporting, we want to know we are, our financial reporting is reliable. Compliance, that we are complying with all the laws and regulations. And then the further breakdown into those components, these objectives. And the, the five components of internal controls is crime. And where C starts with control environment and R is for risk assessment, I information and communication, M monitoring activities, and E is for existing control activities. So control comes in in this mnemonic twice, uh, first as control environment, and then E as control activities, but we're saying the existing activities that we have. So if you can remember crime, you got your components of your internal controls down. I know that's a lot to take it in and internal controls are just this big topic that I feel like I would have to cover so many of these episodes to keep going on this because they vary. I mean, there's just too much, but I'm going to try to explain these in a simpler terms. So bear with me. So the control environment is kind of like, if you think of it, your tone at the top, how your board, your management, they set the standards and processes that provide the organization or the employees kind of like the basis of how to do, carry out the procedures or processes. And whatever the tone they have, I mean, that's, you know, goes top to bottom. Like that's how the organization works. And then we say, okay, what is the procedures like as it relates to grant? How do you handle that when you get a grant? What is the tone of the organization? As a grant writer, do you send an email to notify the board that, hey, we had applied for this federal grant, we have received the grant, and this is the compliance and you know things that we will be doing? Are you providing them the reports in a timely manner? 
whether it's just applying for a federal grant when it's like the annual report, quarterly reports, whatever that might be, that kind of becomes the tone of the organization. So what are you doing as a grants manager that's strengthening your operations and the reporting? And then we move down to the risk assessment. What does that involve? That's identifying and assessing risk to the achievement of the objectives. So thinking about those operations efficiently, financial reporting compliance, where do you see a risk when you accept a grant or as you manage a grant? Are you, do you have policies and procedures in place, whether it's time and effort reporting or whether it is the reporting for grants, the narrative, you know, are you waiting till year end to write your successes and challenges or as, as a quarterly meeting within your grants team, you're meeting to discuss that. What does that look like? And then we move down to the information and communications. Those are the actions established through policies and procedures that actually helps ensure that the management's directives are mitigating the risk to make sure we are meeting our goals and objectives that are carried out. And the monitoring activities, that's like, are we continuing to improve, provide and share and obtain information with each other within the organization? Are we doing that? And that kind of ties in with that. How are we communicating on that particular grant? How are we sharing what's happening within the organization? And are you sharing that information? You know, the information and communication, are you sharing that information within your grants team? your staff, are you holding them accountable? You know, when we are looking at information and communication, are you able to distinguish grants by your fed in your accounting system? Are you showing federal versus state versus local? What is that structure look like? And what are the grant reporting requirements? How are you documenting the information that is happening with your contractors or subrecipient monitoring, any of that that you're doing? That's all part of the internal controls. And when we are doing the monitoring, what is your process as you manage a grant? I mean, some are multiple year grants. What is your process for ongoing daily, weekly, 
quarterly annual meetings or like the programmatic activities for compliance with those. And, you know, when we are looking at the control activities, the existing control activities, those are the policies and procedures that help management, like I said, drive, you know, kind of provide those directives. Okay, this is how we mitigate risk. And when you have auditors come in, and I know sometimes when they're doing those testing, they have you walk you through, okay, show us this procedure, walk us through this process. How is that documented? What do you have a grants manual? Are those, even if it's, you have a grants manual, where are those policies and procedures? Are they easily accessible to you as an employee? As a, what if you leave? What happens? So establishing those control activities to ensure that the information is reliable and you have the knowledge that you need to do your job. And if there's any change, you know, how do you make that happen? Ties all in, however you do your work on grants, you know, whether it is grants reporting, grants management, or just the financial reporting, or if you're just part of getting the terms and conditions, you're touching the grant one time, or maybe you're helping with the single audit to ensure the quality of your grant, you know, programs. That all ties in with what internal controls are. I know it was a lot to take in today. I hope you will remember the mnemonic crime for internal controls, which is the control environment, risk assessment, information and communication, monitoring activities, and existing control activities. We're so glad you tuned in for today's episode, and we truly hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you'd like to stay connected with us, check out our LinkedIn page. We can't wait to share more exciting content with you in the future. So keep exploring the world of grants. Until we meet again, remember to stay informed, stay compliant, and make the most of your grants. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.